I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The world we inhabit is not as free, or certain, or safe as you might think. The things that you believe to be unassailably evident are little more than shadows dancing behind a curtain. A masquerade, crafted, and dutifully upheld by an organization known as the Foundation. The file you are about to hear contains containment procedures, descriptions, testing logs, historical and in some cases first-hand accounts of the anomalous objects the Foundation serves to secure, contain, and protect. Its contents have been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Item number, SCP-5210. Object Class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-5210 is to be kept in a standard containment cell. The cell is to have four automated tranquilizer guns loaded with darts containing no less than 10 milliliters of carfentanil. The anomaly is to be restrained using a 3-meter chain pinned to the center of the cell. No visual recording devices of any kind are to be allowed inside the containment cell. All personnel caught attempting to do so will be reprimanded after clearing a psych evaluation. Once every seven days, a Class D personnel who does not suffer from any severe visual impairments must enter the cell alone. The individual will interact with the anomaly for 12 hours before being fired on by the automated tranquilizer guns. Four blindfolded personnel will then enter the cell to retrieve the individual. The anomaly will make no attempts to escape or harm these personnel. Personnel may, however, make physical contact with the anomaly, either through accident or the anomaly intentionally initiating. Agents should be aware that this poses no threat and should not be alarmed. Description SCP-5210 is an anomalous entity resembling a male golden Labrador, approximately two months old. The anomaly does not appear to physically age and may be immune to traditional physical harm, although this has not been confirmed as testing this trait is not advised. See Addendum 5210-2. The anomaly's primary anomalous trait is a cognito hazard that activates when anyone views it. Those who directly view it will feel an overwhelming urge to pet the anomaly, play with it, call it a good boy, and perform various other archetypal tasks traditionally associated with interacting with a puppy. Those affected by the anomaly will not cease these activities until they are unable to continue looking at the anomaly. Natural blinking will create a vague sense of unease, but will not be enough to free an individual from the cognitive hazard. See Addendum 5210-2. Those who have survived interaction with the anomaly describe having at the time believed it was their greatest life experience and that no other experience could ever be greater. Viewing the anomaly through video, live footage, or photographs will cause similar feelings of adoration and will cause the affected individual to express an extreme desire to meet and interact with the anomaly in person. Affected individuals will also become aware of the anomaly's location. These effects also end when the individual no longer sees the anomaly's depiction. 
Should the anomaly go more than eight days without direct human interaction, equal to or exceeding 12 consecutive hours, its cognitive hazardous ability will affect individuals even if they cannot visually see the entity. These individuals will instinctively know the location of the anomaly and will attempt to reach its location as quickly as possible using any available means of transportation. The range of this cognitive hazard rapidly expands. It is not currently known if there are limits to the range, but it has been demonstrated to be able to cover over 40 kilometers. Addendum 5210-1 Recovery Log SCP-5210 was recovered on 18 March 2018. On 12 March 2018, the Foundation intercepted satellite images of a town in Wyoming, revealing that the inhabitants were dead. There were no signs of a struggle of conventional weapon use or any known disease being responsible. A team of field agents was sent to investigate. Agents reported seeing empty homes and empty streets. The doors to homes had been left open and no cars were present on any of the streets. After 15 minutes, the agents found a street containing dozens of vehicles parked haphazardly, with several having crashed into each other around an alleyway. Several dead, emaciated bodies were found at the edge of the alleyway, with a large pile found inside the alley itself. It was later confirmed that the entire town population had died there. While examining the bodies, Field Agent Hernandez reported having heard a whimpering sound coming from beneath the corpses at the end of the alley. After removing several corpses, the anomaly was discovered and seen by all agents present. No contact was received for over two days. Given that the town was a two-day drive from the nearest Foundation facility, response time was delayed. Of the six agents sent, only Field Agent Hernandez returned. He was suffering from effects of sleep deprivation and dehydration. The anomaly had been contained in the back of the transport truck. Field Agent Hernandez gave a brief description of the anomaly's primary trait before passing out and being taken to the site medical bay. Addendum 5210-2 Interview Log Interviewed Field Agent Hernandez Interviewee Dr. Bernstein Forward Agent Hernandez awoke after retrieving the anomaly and was undergoing a psych evaluation. Begin Log I don't understand why this is necessary. It's not uncommon for things like this to happen in the field. You know good and well why it's necessary. We don't fully understand the nature of the anomaly. It could still be affecting you now. It's out of my head now. My name is Agent Hernandez. I work for the SCP Foundation. My job is to help the Foundation secure, contain, and protect. How's that? You understand why that's not enough. You need to work with me. Help me understand what happened. Like I already said, the thing controls you when you look at it. It made us dote on it like a child. It's all there is to it. And what of the other agents? What if when it made you? It didn't make me do that. It's the only thing I did where I was in complete control. Please, just walk me through it. What did it feel like being affected? Are you married? I don't see the relevance of the question. I'm married. You got a two-year-old boy back home. And a girl on the way. Well, congratulations, I suppose. But please stay on topic. I remember when I first saw her in her wedding dress. 
I thought I'd never see anything so beautiful, so wonderful again. But then we had our son. It was different. But seeing my boy in my wife's arms, I thought nothing could ever compare. And then I saw that thing. And suddenly my wife and son were no better than dirt. They were trash. Nothing could compare to that thing. Cognitive hazards can overrule all logic and emotion. So this anomaly made you see it as desirable. Is that it? It was more than that. It, uh, it's tough to explain. It looked just like a normal puppy. It rolled over, nuzzled, and licked our hands and all that stuff. But I could feel something more sometimes. It was like it needed us. Like it desired us as much as we desired it. There was a hunger there. It might be from the blinking. I tried not to blink. I think we all did, but we couldn't stop ourselves. It wasn't enough for us to react or do anything before our eyes opened again, but it let me feel if only for a moment. And this went on for several days. Tell me, did you feel tired? Hungry? Or did it remove those feelings? I still felt all of it. I just powered through it. We all did. Honestly don't know how I had it in me, but I pushed through the pain and the hunger of it. The hardest was the smell. The bodies were just starting to decompose when we got there, and we were sitting on them. Literally sitting on bloating corpses. The fluids, we just sat in them and let them soak into our clothes and our skin. I wanted to vomit, but I didn't. I fought it so I could keep petting that thing. What did break you free? I need details. You claim you were in control of yourself when you apprehended the anomaly. Here's the thing. I'm not allergic to dogs. I don't think I would have made it past a second date with my wife if I couldn't be around dogs. She's obsessed with them. I'm telling you this because I honestly don't know what made me sneeze, but I did, and I sneezed hard. It kept my eyes closed for just long enough for me to get back in control and keep them closed. So there I am, my eyes closed, body aching, this close to passing out, and my teammates are all still under its control. So I unholster my pistol, feel around for the thing, and fire three shots into it. I'm sure I hit it, but it didn't work. And that's when I felt it. I don't know how else to say it other than it felt dark. I hear Asian Willem. She's always loved dogs, so maybe this thing hits her harder than the rest of us. She says that I need to open my eyes and look. Her exact words were, look at him, he's such a good boy. He's the goodest little boy. Next thing I know, the agents are grabbing at my face. They're clawing at my face, trying to force my eyes open. I tried to fight them off, Doc. I swear, I did. But I was so tired. I didn't have the energy. I couldn't fight, so I just started shooting. I emptied the clip just to be sure. Once it was just me and the thing containing it, was just a matter of dragging it and feeling around until I found the transport. It didn't really put up any resistance. I guess it got what it wanted. Let's see. 
Well, as far as I'm concerned, you're ready to return to active duty. Supervision might want you to do a few more of these. End log. Note. On 23 May 2018, Agent Hernandez was determined to be mentally unfit for duty after he was arrested by local authorities for killing his neighbor's dogs, as well as his own. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear, follow the link in the description to patreon.com slash SCP Unredacted and help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. You can get access to production logs, merchandise, recognition, and even a part in a skip. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0 and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0. I'm Gregory Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki. And we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.